all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Remdesivir. What is this drug that's been promoted or so-called approved by the FDA to help fight against COVID-19 virus? Remdesivir. Listen to that name very closely. Remdesivir. Hmm. If you have noticed, when I opened up this show, I started with my little baby laugh. What I love that little beautiful baby laugh. I love that. There's nothing more beautiful than an infant's innocent, non-phony, joyful laugh. It's a it's a certain beauty in that, isn't it? And then if you notice, right right after that, you heard a bomb and an explosion. Why? Did I go that route? And it's a reason I went that way with the baby laugh, the beautiful sound of a child, and then a bomb explosion. And remdesivir. What does remdesivir have to do with those uh, plays or those sound effects, I should say? What do remdesivir have to do with those sound effects? I'm going to tell you about this. Let's t- let's talk about this. Hi, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's get into this. Uh, two of my newbies uh, that's just tuning into this show. I talk about different subjects and topics pertaining to the body of Christ, the body of Christ as the church. So basically, this is a platform for the body of Christ, for the church, that meaning that you are saved. And what I get, I talk about different topics and subjects pertaining to the church, uh, pertaining to the body of Christ, pertaining to events uh in your neighborhood, around your surroundings, uh, pertaining to your social media, pertaining to light politics, pertaining to medical issues, pertaining to a lot of different things. I get into different subjects, and I try to lead everything back into a biblical perspective when it comes to different topics that I talk about. If you're new to this program, okay, if you're new to this show, if you're new to this platform, Okay, that was a quick quick introduction about me. All right, but what I what I want to 
talk about today. First, hello everyone. I'd like to say hi to my listeners. I'd like to say I thank you for listening to my show. I'd like to thank all my international listeners. If I listeners, if I have any, my USFA listeners. I know I have some in the California area and whatever area in, in the Chicago area and other states. I'd like to say hello to you all, and I'd like to say hi to the ones that's going to listen to this podcast when I send the link out. You know, I'd like to say hello to you all. You know, some of you guys I know by name. I'd like to say hi. What's going on? And I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast you know i really appreciate that some of them you know i don't want to put your name out there because i like to keep things confidential but if it's okay for you just let me know it's okay and i'll give you a thumbs up and i just like to say thank you for listening to my podcast you know who you are okay all right rent disappear If you listen to my, uh, my uh, my last preview podcast, I got into some information. I, I sent, I, I, I've done some information. I've done a podcast on uh, Pfizer Cannot Hide. I've done two uh, shows on that. It, it, it really leads to one show. But what happened, I, ha- I made an error and I, ha- I, I was cut off on one of the shows and I just had to put uh, make one show out of two shows. It's about the fight. It's very informal because it's just not it's not me talking uh it's just me just uh giving you some information that you hear uh <clears throat> some journalists you know talk about what's going on with the Pfizer and uh different Moderna different stuff like that so if you I can't get into all that now you just have to backtrack and look at those last two previous podcasts the reason I have done that because I'm going to be giving you for the next uh, not the next week, but uh, the next. I'm gonna try to do this every two months. Every two, I mean, two weeks out of a month to give you, give you, keep you on updates. What's going on on the other side of the poking of the jab, and what's going on with the uh, the deaths, these sudden deaths that's going on. What's going on uh, with all this stuff that you don't hear about? Now you hear about a lot of things going on from the mainstream media that they want you to hear. Okay, that they want you to hear, but it's another side that you're not hearing what's really going on with the poking and the jabbing and the sudden deaths and stuff like that. Now, what I want to talk about today, what I want to talk about today is a drug that's uh, being pushed out there, you know, and what I've been pushed out there called Ramdesivir. I don't know if you heard of that. It's called Ramdesivir. And it's supposed to be this super drug that's supposed to be very, very very strong and very powerful uh, of stopping the COVID-19 or the COVID SARS, SARS-CoV-2. And it's supposed to, uh, those are different names that give COVID, this virus that we've been dealing with uh, for the last two years. And or so-called, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's called remdesivir. It's kind of young. And I think it's been out not too long, but you know, I'm going to read some articles on that. And, uh, well, anyway, remdesivir is supposed to be a drug that, uh, supposed to slow down and be a very defensive mechanism of, uh, against COVID-19. Now, the reason I'm doing this, I want, I want you to get an understanding what this remdesivir is and it's taken over it's been put in place in front of a lot of other aids including including natural aids like vitamin d and stuff like that you know certain scientists and doctors 
put those things down. They don't want you dealing with it. They just want you to be dealing with remdesivir. And this is this is opposite, you know, and this is with the uh the vaccines and the boosters and stuff like that. That's a lot of stuff, you know, that's that's a whole lot of stuff. I'm a, I'm gonna talk about that now. And I want you to get prepared because this podcast might be kind of uh, long-winded. Reason being is <clears throat> because I have so much information I want to tell you. And I'm going to be doing these podcasts. So if you're kind of long-eared and long-winded, if you can, if you can put up with it, you know, and uh, please listen to the whole podcast. Why? Because I'm going to be playing certain video audios for certain people that's going to be breaking down their opinion, I'm saying opinion, or some findings, now, I don't like to get into opinions too much, so let me change that opinions, this person is supposed to have some really deep information on remdesivir, and she's going to break down about what she feels that this drug is doing by her own research you know when i say opinion i'm talking about this is my opinion about what she's saying i don't i don't have any paperwork or any proven documents from her you know i don't even know her most of the people i introduce on here i don't even know i just use their research and that's how i get my research and I, and, I, and, I, and i put it out there to you guys but this remdesivir that's pumped up by dr fauci and a lot of uh other people that's pumping it up now before i'm what i want to say right now I don't have a lot of study around Disavir, you know, so I'm not going to act like I act like I do. But what I have found out about Disavir on certain sides that it's got a bad name, it's got a bad reputation, and it should not even be approved. This is the negativity I hear about Remdesivir. Now, sadly to say, I haven't heard too much positive about Remdesivir. Only only positivity I heard about this drug is from. Uh, Dr. Fauci or any the ones that's in their group and I'm a red when I when I when I hear that it's, that's a red flag for me right there and everything so uh, Randisavir is something you need to uh, really just do some study yourself and find out what's going on you know and I'm a, uh, I have you know, that's why I put stuff out this like this. Now, I don't want to make decisions for you. I don't want to be, like I always say, I don't want to be the one to persuade you. At the same time, I don't want to be the one to dissuade you. I just like you to hear these things yourself. And I'm going to be doing more of this on my podcast shows. Before I get into this, you know, this is going to be a long one. So get prepared. But it's going to be very informative it's going to be a lot of information because i'm going to let i'm going to let these people speak or let you know certain ones speak for themselves not me and you just go from there you take the information you take it from there but i'm going to let a lot of these people speak for themselves so go to 45 minutes maybe close to an hour before i get through so this is a special report on this drug remdesivir okay this is a special report on remdesivir and i want you to I wanted you to understand what is this remdesivir and what is it? You know, it's supposed to be some type of anti-COVID drug that I call it. Supposed to slow down COVID nineteen. Okay. Uh you have different like what is uh, remdesivir? You have uh, you can look that up. You can look at you know Google it or go to DuckDuckGo and Google Randisavir and read about Randisavir. I think you'll get more information from uh, the search engine DuckDuckGo 
DuckDuckGo, which is D-U-C-K-D-U-C-K-G-O, DuckDuckGo. You will get more information from them than you would Google. That's just, that's where I believe. I think they're more uh, sensor-friendly. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S Peanuts.com than Google, you know, because I got my issues about Google. So go and just look up and do your research on Rendisavir, okay? I'm not going to break that down, but it's easy to find yourself. See, I want my listeners to do their own due diligence and do their own research. Learn how to research. You don't have to be an expert. Just learn how to research things. It's not hard because, you know, using the internet to tell you a lot of things they want, whatever you want, good and bad and lies. So you have to be very careful. Depends uh, what's been promoted, you know. Well, Rendisavir is very popular in the eyes of Fauci, you know, and I believe he has uh, some type of financial uh, investments in it, but, you know, that's another thing that I, I know about that information, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. So I know he has a very financial reason, financial obligation on some type of investment from what I heard in this drug, you know. But that's what Rendisavir is supposed to be for. Let me put that out there first, okay. All right. And before I get into this, I want to talk about this. I, I you listen to my podcast when it came to the Pfizer and stuff like that about, you know, you know, the poking and the jabbing. OK, I want to say something. I want to say something. If you oh, excuse me. If. You are taking the vaccine jab. I'm not giving you any doctor information. This is just me uh, just throwing something out there and you think about it. If you're taking any of these jabs, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's Moderna, whether it's uh, Extragenica, whatever they call it, you know, if you're taking that out of fear, that's not a good reason to take the poking and the jabbing, whether it work or not, whether it's good for you or not, okay? That's what I got to say about that. Do your homework. Do your own due diligence. Look into anything that you you finna put into your body. That's what I'm saying. I know I mentioned that before. This is very important. Be careful of what you're putting into your body. Don't do anything because of fear. You know, educate yourself, ask questions, think about it, because nine times out of ten, if you never get any type of medicine, any type of poke, you're going to be okay. Nine times out of ten, you're going to be okay. Okay. My other question, 
you know, I want to just say or ask to you, have you heard any positive information about the vaccine shot or the poking in the jab and that's stopping the COVID-19 virus? I'm just being honest. Have you got any information on that from your doctors or anyone or search yourself that's showing that it's been proven that these shots, Moderna, AstraZeneca, you know, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, whatever's out there, or even Rendensivir, what I'm going to talk about, you know, has been proven to slow down the virus. Do you have any information on that that has been proven? If you don't, that's a red flag. And you should have more, you should have more reason to think about before you put certain things in you. Now, the reason I'm talking like this, because I'm trying to make sure that you understand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to persuade you. I'm not trying to dissuade you. But I want you to do your own homework or your own research before you do these things, you know. All right. Now, I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to the body of Christ right now. I'm talking to the church. Let me sit up because I got a lot to talk about. It's very important. I'm talking to the church now. And. You know, I'm trying to educate not only yourself, but I'm trying to educate myself as well. And I'm going to get into what I, what I, what I, why did I open up this way with the, my little baby uh, laughing and then the bomb and then Remdesivir, Remdesivir. I'm going to get into that, but I just want to uh, give you prepared, you know, for what I'm, what I'm talking about. If you, and I'm going to say this in love, if you already have tucking the poking and the jab, and I'm talking to believers or even some of the curiosity listeners, and you feel some type of effect, or you feel some type of difference or anything like that, and you knowing to yourself that it happened after you got the poking and the jabbing, you need to report that. You need to report that. You need to report that. Tell somebody about it. Now, I'm going to give you a warning because this has been proven, you know, from other uh, adverse patients. I'm going to give you a warning. Uh, I believe eight times out of ten, they might not want to listen to you or they're going to say it's, it's an issue with you or a problem. I'm not going to say what, they, what they're going to say. I'm not going to put words in their mouth, but it's usually be a, not a good uh, you get a very negative backlash when you go to them about you not feeling well because you got the shot, you know, the, whether it's Moderna or whether it's Pfizer and everything like that. That's all I got to say. Now, when I'm not, that's when any, any medicine, you would do that with any medicine, whether it's even a Tylenol or some type of, uh, you know, Excedrin, you know, I went through that before with Excedrin. I took too many and I felt really bad. I had to stick my finger in my mouth and make myself throw up because I took too many. But I'm just use the same type of caution because they got poison centers or something like that. I'm not saying the vaccine is poison. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they have different centers that you can call and just tell them how you feel to get some type of help. But if you mention that you felt bad and you know it's, it was after you got 
the uh, the vaccine shot and everything like that, you have the right to report that you are not feeling well. You cannot prove it was after that. You cannot prove it was the vaccine or anything like that, but you can uh, report it. Now, I'm, you know I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you a doctor advice. This is very common sense stuff. I, I don't, you know, just when you even... You know, this is just advice that a friend that loves you will give you when it comes to eating, when it comes to anything, or, you know, even drinking and report certain side effects. It's very important. You know, some go away, but if you feel sick or you even, uh, like some people have reported a lot of soreness in their arms and all, that's the same type of reports uh, that a lot of people do that got the flu shots, you know. I only got one flu shot in my life, you know. I only got one flu shot in my life. Why? Because I was I was hurt the negativities of flu shots. But then, let me get let me digress and let me get off track. <laughs> Excuse me. But that's 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 just some advice I want to give you because what I'm going to be talking about it might scare you a little bit. Even the uh, the last two podcasts about fires it might scare you stuff like that because what I'm going to be uh, presenting on this show is going to be like an expose. It's going to be the other side of the adverse effects and even to death that you probably don't know nothing about or you never heard of because and it, and people just trying to people are claiming. This has not been proven because it's something about when you talk about negative effects with this vaccine. It's so much protection on this vaccine. They protect it like it's some type of God or some type of jewel or something. And that's just very strange to me. I'm going to let you know right there. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's strange to me. That is not normal. What are you protecting? You know. And also, they're pushing it so hard, man. They push this stuff long, um, uh, harder than the cartel push their drugs out there. They don't even push their drugs that much because they know they're going to get an easy sell. But, man, this vaccine and all this other stuff has been pushed so hard with the mandates, man. That's another red flag. I never, let me give you a little uh, a story. Since I have been in my adult years that I can remember from a teenager on up, since my adult years and a teenager on up, I never, now this is me, maybe you have, but I have never seen a medicine pushed so hard like this vaccine is being pushed. I have never, you know, let me say that again. Since my in my lifespan of remembering, I never seen a vaccine pushed so hard like this vaccine has been pushed. But not only that, but there's so much negativity out there about the vaccine and you know stuff like that now. I know I could get censored for even saying that, but you can find a lot of this stuff that I'm talking about, you know, not in the wording, but they have VIRS. VIRS is V-E-A-R-S. That means you can look at the VIRS. That's the uh, Adverse Effects website that you can go to that uh, people have put in about or they're claiming uh, certain adver- adverse effects or uh, side effects that they believe 
has something to do with the vaccine. Now, the vaccine manufacturers or on this website is not going to 100% tell you, yeah, it's because of the vaccine. You know, you have very few will say that, but the majority of the time, they will not say, put themselves online or on trial like that, you know, <clears throat> to say uh, that it has anything to do with the vaccine. They defend that vaccine like it's a jewel. Like I said, they defend this vaccine like it's a jewel. And i never seen in my lifespan of understanding uh, a medicine defended so hard. I'm not surprised because it's a big farmer. But what I'm saying, I, I have not really have pushed like this with the mandates, you know, because they said it would never be a mandate. They lied about that just like they lied about the mask and different things like that. But I'm not going to get into that now. Anyway. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. If you listen to my last podcast, when I let the uh, the journalists break down different things like that, I'm going to do the same with this one. But I just want to get my heart out there, how I feel. I want to get my heart out there and stuff like that. I want to get my information. I have to pause that uh, about me. And I haven't seen uh, nothing push so hard. Another thing uh, I want to say, you know, this... COVID since it's been out it's been a curse I could put it that way and it's also been a blessing what I mean to COVID be a blessing because it made me research it made me find out about my fears you know my really deep fears that I haven't faced in years about a certain pandemic or a certain it was even called a plague by the, uh, former President Trump and stuff like that. So it really brought a lot of issues in people's lives. But also, me and others, we used it as a way to educate ourselves, not only about our bodies, but about uh, a lot of things have been exposed about our government and certain people and stuff like that. So it, it worked both ways, but it really brought a lot of stress and depression to a lot of people around the world, not only America, but to a lot of people around the world, okay? And, uh, you know, and I, I, I have to say this, and it's very sad. First of all, I know it's the work of the enemy. I already know that body of Christ. I already know that it's the work of the enemy. It's Satan. He's the puppet master. He's the God of this world. Little G, he's the prince of power, prince of the power of the air. 
And I know he's orchestrating and setting things up right now. He's the master of deception. He's the master of manipulation. So I know it's Satan out there that's using man. But also I have learned that I never thought that I would, that I'm finding out that people are really can be, people are really evil. When you think of evil, you think about demonic and evil spirits. Cause these are the things you heard in church or whatever thing like that. You know, I never really thought about, you know, a person could look so normal and look so honest, but be so evil. And that's what I am learning. That's what I am seeing in these last days. You know, that's what I'm seeing what's going on uh, in life today. Okay. So I, what I was going to say, let me digress. These vaccines and COVID itself, but these vaccines with the procedures, with the mandates, with the masks, and then it used to be the social distancing and stuff like that. And then the other uh, the vaccines has really disrupted a lot of families, has disrupted a lot of families. A lot of families are split because of decisions of taking the poking of the jabbing or even wearing a mask. The social distance, they don't even talk about that no more because they know that wasn't working. It never worked. It's been proven it never worked, okay? But, you know, as much as the masks don't work, but I'm getting into that later. But, you know, it has split a lot of people, you know, up. You have husband and wives. Husbands, wives, please don't let this disrupt your marriage. And I'm talking to the body of Christ. I'm talking to the church. Do not let this split you up because you are having a battle and on, on a decision of whether you're going to take the vaccine or not. Let it be a family gathering. Let let it be a biblical perspective of who has the right to say so in the house. And you know what I mean. I'm not going to get into genders and a man over the woman or whatever like that. But we must, as the church, have a body, have a a, a a godly perspective when it's making decisions in the house. I'm talking about the married couple. Okay. Husbands. Don't force your wife to get poked. Because you are afraid and you feel... That is the right thing to do. Wife, don't force your husband to be poked because you feel it's the right thing to do. Especially if you're doing it because of fear. You're not doing it because you have uh, you have been educated and you have it has been told you have pamphlets and all kind of stuff that's proven that these things that you're getting, this poking and jabbing, will stop. The COVID. At least have some information on that, and then you make your decision from there. But don't just be all gung ho and naive and gullible, and put anything in your body that you're not educated about. Now I know there's different all kind of stuff we put in our bodies. I know you know even certain foods and stuff like that, or even Tylenol. People always come up there. Well, you take Tylenol, they're gonna fool you. It's all kind of stuff in your junk or whatever your food like that. I understand that everything that we put in our body, you know, we're not gonna catch it. We're not gonna know. What we're gonna only way we can stop things from affecting our bodies. In this world, church, is we just have to starve ourselves. 
Because no matter what you put in it, it's always a chance. You're taking a chance. You're believing even what you eat and what you drink. You're doing all that by what? By faith. By faith. You're doing all that by faith. Period. So I'm not naive today. I understand that, you know, I understand that they can put things in food or whatever like that. I understand that. But some things, there's a chance you have to take when it comes to that. But they're not mandating or pushing certain foods on you like they're doing this vaccine. They're not doing That's the difference, you know. They're not pushing. They're not making you take Tylenol. Even though this proves the work for headaches and stuff, they're not proving you to take ibuprofen or uh, Advil or Aleve or anything like that. They're not mandating it on you. Okay? You take flu medicine. We take flu medicine. It could be side effects in flu medicine. You can have little overdoses, or I don't mean in death, but you can get, you can overdo yourself, overdrug yourself, and stuff like that. I understand that a lot of things are bad for you, but sometimes the a lot of a lot of things in the past, you know, from what I think, has been approved. And I, I, I got a red flag on that because the FDA approved a lot of things that should not be approved. But that's another story. But some things, what I'm saying, we take, we're not going to really find out what was in it, you know, cause, because this, because it's man-made. The beautiful things that God had made in leaves and plants and stuff has been tempered with, has been cursed, you know, since the creation of this world, since the curse of Adam and Eve. See, I understand that. I'm, I I know about that, you know. So when a person talks about that, I don't see how can you be scared to take this or uh, take this medicine or take this shot. But you take Tylenol, you take different things like that. But those medicines have been legitimately, I believe, a lot of them approved and it's proved to stop headaches. It has been proven and tested to stop headaches and stuff like that. You have experience of that yourself, you know. At least I do, you know. With those medicines, and they haven't been forced on you. They haven't been said, okay, you must take this because it's going to stop you from getting a headache. We took those medicines because we got a headache, and then we took it, and it took it. And a headache uh, went away a lot of times when I took it. You know, my favorite is a leaf. You know, a leaf, or I take extra strength Tylenol as well. It haven't treated, treated me bad. I haven't felt bad by taking it, but I'm not naive to think that it's not affecting me in some way, but by the grace of God, I'm okay that I know of for now. But what my point is, it hasn't been mandated and forced on you, not here in the United States anyway, because it's just a behind-the-counter drug, you know, that you can take. All right. Where I'm going with this, I know I'm going roundabout. I know we're talking about this remdesivir. I said it's going to be a long, but it's going to be an informational podcast. What I'm talking about now is my experience and my opinion. This is me. This is not about the show. I'm going to let you listen to some things about this remdesivir. The reason I'm going this way because I just want you to, to get a, a picture. I want you to get a, a, what they call it. I want you uh, to get and a preparation of where I'm going with this. You know, why did I start it off this way? My point is families are breaking up. People are, you know, relationships are getting split up because of decisions of taking the vaccines or even wearing masks. 
is breaking up quite a few, a few families besides a lot of other things. But let me get out of that. I just wanted to throw that out there. Don't don't let those decisions break up your marriage or body of Christ or curiosity listeners. If you're not saved, please. Another thing, and a final, I want to say this before I get going. Don't force your child to get this shot because of your fear. Let me say that again. Don't force your child to get this shot because of your fear. Okay? Now, I'm not saying anything wrong. Now, I don't know how this platform feel about this. I'm not bashing, you know, vaccines and nothing like that. I have my opinion of what I feel about it and everything like that. I'm strong on that. But I'm trying to just, I'm talking to listeners. So I'm just letting you know. Look at both sides. Educate yourself. Don't force this on your husband. Don't force this on your wife. And what I'm going to talk about now, don't force this on your children. They get enough booster shots already. They get booster shots when they're born. They get different type of shots when they're born. Most kids, and they have to go to school. They get the regular school 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 immunization shots. They have to go through that. Then now they got to be getting these booster shots. I'm just trying to look at it and... And all those shots, a child that goes from a little baby all the way through high school, you know, all the way through high school. I think they get over probably 70-something shots all together. I'm not sure about that. I got to look up, but look into that, you know, and watch what I say. But in other words, children is getting poked too many times and getting all kind of stuff in them already. So parents, please, please, because of your fear, you have been coerced in fear to, to force your child to get this poking and the jabbing. And I'm talking to believers in the body of Christ in the church, black and white and Asian, whoever you are, be careful. Okay, be careful. Do not force this on your children. Let it be a wise decision. Prayed up about it. Most of you are not going to pray. I know that. We prayed up about it. Do your research and look at and look. On both sides, compare both sides, the positive sides and the negative sides of anything that you're taking. But since we're talking about, you know, the vaccine, let's educate ourselves because the information is out there for us to educate ourselves. Okay, the information is out there. That's what I have to say about that. I have different stories. I have different testimonies by audio of people having issues, adverse effects, and they feel and I have no reason to doubt them because I had uh, bad effects, you know, before it had nothing to do with the vaccine. But I'm just talking about a medicine that was even put in my eye that I had a real bad effect about that. And I felt I was finna go, man. I mean, I was dizzy and I mean, not so much dizzy, but I was so sleepy and drugged up. I mean, it was just because I had interns and all kind of people, doctors, so-called doctors, putting stuff in my eye. They told me what it was. I looked at the bottles and stuff like that, and you know, you know, and they put it in my eye because I have a, a, a light glaucoma. They found out I have a minor glaucoma in my eye, so I'm kind of I don't have real good peripheral vision or no peripheral vision at all in my eye. So I went to the hospital and they, they kind of drugged me up, not in, in medicine in my mouth, you know, or orally, but they put it in my eye. 
And I mean, they put so much medicine in my eye, and I felt like a guinea pig, man, because they put different medicines. And then I got different uh, interns, not a lot, but different interns coming. They was putting stuff in my eye. And I they put so much in my right eye, man. I felt that medicine going and coming in my throat. I, I started tasting that bad, bitter taste on my tongue. That tells me how much they was putting in me, and I was feeling all tired and drugged and everything like that and I kept asking one of the nurses how come I feel so tired how come I feel so sleepy I think one of the nurses said because maybe you've been up all night and everything like that they never want to blame nothing on the drugs too much but you know some of them were not not all of them some of them said because this is just part of the fact of the drugs but in this situation this nurse told me that is part because I was tired. No, it wasn't a normal tiredness. It was I was so sleepy I could not even keep my eyes open. I had a hard time closing I mean opening my eyes because I was so sleepy. I was drugged drugged up just because of a eye infection. They put all that stuff and they just tested. They couldn't find nothing. They came up with the conclusion that it was a uh, he was a light glaucoma, but man, I, I could have done better just going to a regular eye doctor, but I didn't have no insurance then. So I just went to them because my eyes was hurting so bad. Well, make a long story short, you know, they was giving me all this stuff and I was drugged up and I know they was sparing me. I know about, I worked in hospitals. I seen them do some things. I seen things that's been done in the hospital. I can't prove it that it was a uh, neglect or anything like that or, you know, negligence or anything like that. But it just did not look right. I seen that when I worked in hospital. I worked about two and three different hospitals. I even worked as a scrub tech. And when I hold the wounds open while the doctor operated, I was a scrub I was a a, a, a scrub retractor holder. I held a retractor while they operated on the body. So I have somewhat experience in the hospital hand on hand-on experience, you know, how to wear PPEs, how to put gloves on and different things. So you see a lot of things in the hospital. That's why so much confidentiality on the hospital. You just can't talk about different things that you've seen in the hospital because of the, the confidentiality clause. Okay, I know I'm going all around about, but my point is there is a lot of stuff going on that we need to educate ourselves about. We need to be careful what they give us, whether it's the vaccine, whether it's some type of medicine. We need to educate ourselves, and we don't have to take it because when you know the the uh, the history of Big Pharma, you know, which is evil to me. I'm just going to say that Big Pharma is evil. When you know the history of Big Pharma, they out for the dollars. They're out for the money. When you put it in your mind and you know they're out for the money, they're not, they're not in it for your health really it's just to sell their pharmaceuticals that's why there's so much against natural remedies that's why there's so much against anything that's uh created by god natural remedies or anything that really works for you that's why there's so much negative backlash on other drugs like hydrochloroquine and uh ivermectin and stuff like that you know and i got a little story on that also, but not now, you know, why is such a pushback on taking those drugs that's already have been proven to work against viruses, let alone other things? How come is such a pushback on that and that they rather you just get the vaccine, the booster or the, uh, the remdesivir, which I want to talk about. Okay. With all that said, let's get into the second half. <laughs> It's been long, I know. Let's get into the second half. But, you know, I just like to get things out there. That was my rant and my opinion on what I feel about certain things. Now, uh, wow, I didn't know it's that late. 
I want to read an article on Rendizavir, then I'm going to play a little audio of what what this this young lady feels about Rendizavir, and then I'm a I'm you know first of all let me let me give you uh oh, I can't get my words out. Let me uh give you a picture first. Let me let me let me play a let me give you a little a reason why I'm doing this. Why did I why did I uh, open up with the baby crying and then the bomb because that's an attack on our children, folks. Our kids and our children. Some of you probably know this. This is for the ones that don't know. If you already know, it just okay. You already know it's not for you, but just for the ones in the body of Christ and the ones that's not saved to know this. <clears throat> our children are being targeted. Our children are being targeted, and we need to. Uh, educate ourselves when it comes to our children you know my son is grown now he's 32 but i'm not i'm talking about little babies i'm talking about little children i've been targeted uh and been uh forced to do all kind of weird things and not only with the medicine but the, the curriculum and the stuff they're putting in schools children are the future and these evil gurus these demonic evil people know that so they won't they use our children. They want to get our children. You know, they, 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 our children is getting hit left and right with all kind of evil demonic stuff, man. In schools, man, look what's going on with Disney, man. Look what's going on with Disney. You know, they just, they going all the way far left, man. They losing a lot of revenue and stuff like that from what I heard, you know, and it's good, you know, because, you know, people forget, you know, you have a lot of Christians and a lot of conservatives that's in that goes to these uh parks and stuff like that, or even in schools and y'all are that stupid or you just don't care. Or you just have a real, 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 real agenda to change the United States as well as the world, you know, with this new uh, reset thing, new world order the reset, yes, this is uh, a program out there and there's a website out there where they're basically saying welcome to the new world order let's start this new world order, they're saying it now it used to be here, but they're saying it now I bet you didn't even know about that, they're actually calling it about new world, look at the bible coming to life new world order, I'm getting into that later, but it's a lot of things been pushed on our children you know, perversion and all this so-called woke stuff and this transgender stuff and how to teach kids how to masturbate and how to teach little babies how to have sex and now they want to put these this all kind of stuff in their bodies so it is a push for this now I'm not saying they all trying to do this. I'm trying to connect the dots. This is all about connecting the dots. You can find out what's going on. We has we must learn how to connect the dots. You know, we just can't be running our mouths with theories and stuff like that. So I try to. That's why I try to not make this a theory when I put it on my show. I let other people just say what they have to say on their heart. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're hundred percent correct. But I'm just saying, listen to another side. It's okay. It's okay to listen to somebody else's other side. You be hearing how good uh, Ramdesivir, how good these vaccines are with no proof. You you don't even know nothing about the negative effects or the uh, adverse effects or even the deaths that's been going on because of these different things that they're putting in you. 
Now, I want to hear the positive side. You see me? I want to hear the positive side. I want to see the proof that's proven that it stops COVID. You know, I just wanted it. I want to hear that. You know, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm not saying it's not out there, but I haven't heard it yet. But let me let me digress. I'm going to read some articles. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal and like I say, look up Remdesivir yourself, okay? Look at Remdesivir, look up Remdesivir yourself. And then I'm going to let you hear, uh, I don't know, it depends how long it is. I'm going to let you hear this expose of what this person has to say about Remdesivir and it's supposed to have been uh, approved by the FDA, even though I have all these negative effects. Okay, so look at what Rendezvous is on Google or DuckDuckGo, D-U-C-K-D-U-C-K-G-O, capital G-O, DuckDuckGo, and find out what Rendezvous is because that's the drug that's been pushed by Fauci and a lot of others, you know, about how good it is, but they're ignoring for what I'm seeing and what I'm reading, allegedly ignoring, allegedly, put emphasis on allegedly, ignoring the uh, negative effects or the adverse of this so-called super drug. Okay. Let me read an article. This is from an outlet, a website called Rare. W-R-A-I-R. W-R-A-R-A-I-R. I know this is a long-winded show, but it's, it's so much information I want to put out there, so I won't have to put out a, a break it out in two, so I'm going to try to put everything on one show. So it's a long one. You can either listen to it or you don't, but it's very important. So this is... uh. A article on uh, Rendezvous. There's other articles, good and bad, about Rendezvous. So it depends on which side or who's pumping it up or who's uh, 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 or disapproving or disapprove of it. You you have your good scientists and you have your Doctor Frankenstein type of scientists. So it depends. You know, if it's been pumped so much, you know, and all the negativity about it's been ignored, that tells you right there. It's not good for you. They're doing it for profit. Let me say that again. If anything has been pushed so hard, pushed so hard, nine times out of ten, and it's not when it comes to medicine, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, drugs and stuff like that, when it's pushed that hard, the majority of the time, nine times out of ten, I believe is for it's for a money-making profit because Big Pharma's all about the money, man. They're all about the dollars, not your health so much. Now, I'm not saying all of them because you have people that's leaving these companies, but they're out for their dollar. Nine times out of ten is for profit. The drug pushing is for profit. 
period. You think the cartels, they do it because they like your health? No, they do it for a profit. You think they sell marijuana and cocaine for your health? No, they do it for a profit. Big Pharma is the biggest cartel in the world. Okay? They push this stuff. And not only, I'm not saying they're doing this because of the vaccines. I want you to do that study yourself. I have my opinion on that. But, you know, the Big Pharma is pushing this because of big profit. Okay? Big profit let me just put it out there you know nine times out of ten that's why they push your drug not because they're really concerned about your health you know they might have started off their way but they seen the dollars they can uh they can make you know all right this is from a article called rare w r w a w i w r rare you can look up rare and you can probably find this yourself okay first degree murder Mm, what an opening. First degree murder. Remember, we talked about Ramdesivir, and I'm getting in while I'm putting this with the children. First degree murder. Ramdesivir is being used to kill us. That's kind of a bold statement. Now, how true it is, I don't know. That's kind of out there. Now, this is not me agreeing with this. This is not what I am saying, but I'm just, I always look at the other side and see what certain doctors are saying about, you know, st- these drugs and even when it comes to the poking and jabbing. This is ramdesivir. So you can't say I'm putting out false information. I'm just giving you and quoting some information that this one article is saying. I'm sure it's others too, because I've seen it, but I just don't go with everybody. Just I just didn't see one. First degree murder, ramdesivir is being used to kill us quoting the who the who that's the world health organization has issued a conditional recommendation against the use of ram disavir in hospitalized patients regardless of disease severity as there is currently no evidence listen to the words no evidence that ram disavir approves survival and other out survival or and other outcomes of these patients this is by the WHO, the World Health Organization. Now, how wicked and how dirty even though WHO is, they even saying themselves that this ramdesivir is not safe. They even said it themselves. And you know the WHO, if you know about the WHO, you know, they're, they're, they're part of the CDC and FDA. All of them is sold out, period. You know, so a lot of them are sold out, but even they are saying that this ramdesivir is not good, okay? It's not safe. And let me continue quoting. Ramdesivir is a highly toxic, now this is Rare's opinion, not mine's. Ramdesivir is a highly toxic drug that medical officials advocate in the fight against COVID, like I explained earlier. But what is it? Okay, let's see what it is. And why do the same officials ferociously defend it? You know, fishes. A lot of people defend it. Like sometimes the vaccine get defended so much for one reason or the other. Uh, ferociously defended when there are known known side effects that are all that are deadly. The FDA approved it under the name Valkyrie, so it was used. It was approved because it used another name because maybe they didn't know that if they knew it was Ramdesivir, it wouldn't have went through. Okay. But uh, they were approved it under the name Velcry. That's capital V E K L U R L U R Y Velcry for IVs and non-hospitalized outpatient treatment on January twenty second, twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. They also terminated approval of two manoclonal. I might be misspelling this, but you know, just bear with me. Manoclonal antibody antibody drugs, saying they didn't work. For the 
Omicron variant. You know about the Omicron variant that's supposed to be so deadly, but it's not deadly. Okay, whatever that means. These two drugs had known life-extending properties for COVID patients. In other words, it was known as decent drugs, but they've been outlawed because they wanted to move the Valkyrie or the, uh, according to what I'm reading, the Ramdesivir in, okay? These two drugs has known life-expanding properties for COVID patients. Let's have a look at the controversy and why there may be more to this mess that meets the eye, more to this than meets the eyes, okay? Then it has something to say, failed drug. Remdesivir was developed in 2009, not too long ago. That wasn't a long time ago by Gilead Sciences. This is a science group called Gilead Sciences to treat hepatitis C and respiratory sectile virus, RSV. But it didn't work against those diseases. It did not work, okay? So they repurposed it for Ebola. And Marburg viruses in 2014. You heard about the Ebola outbreak and all that stuff. It didn't work then. So they, they repurposed it for Ebola and Marburg viruses in 2014. It wasn't effective in stopping the replication of those viruses either. Hmm, interesting. Now it has once again been repurposed. Now this is the third time. Now remember, you go back. Let's go in context. The negativity of remdesivir did not work for none of these viruses. It didn't work for the hepatitis C. It did not work for the Ebola or the Marlboro viruses in 2014. And it wasn't effective in stopping none of that. But they're still going to use it for the third time. They call it repurposed. They're going to use it again. Remember, it hasn't worked for nothing, but they're going to use it again. Interesting. For covid Wow, even though I haven't worked in nothing yet. But the narrative of the NIH, NIH is that it does stop the replication of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. It is not recommended for treating COVID patients. Let's read that again, but it is not recommended for treating COVID patients, even though they're trying to push it to recommend it to treat COVID patients when it doesn't re- doesn't treat COVID patients, whatever sense that may. Wow, but remember, you're talking about big pharma. Wow, listen to this. But that hasn't stopped the powers that be. I like that. All right. Reading. Rare Foundation USA spoke to an infectious disease physician for this article involved in early clinical trials for remdesivir at the beginning of the pandemic. She told us that remdesivir was not effective for patients severely afflicted with COVID. They actually stopped the trials when they saw that patients' kidney or liver functions were elevated in medical terminology. This is called increased alanine, transensinase, or aspartate, whatever. <laughs> a lot of big words in this medical stuff. These are the enzymes secreted by the liver or kidneys that can shut down during an IV of remdesivir. Not sounding or looking good for remdesivir so far. I'm going to read a few more, then I'm going to stop, and I'm going to let you listen to a little video. On, uh, on audio. So why in the world would the FDA, listen to this, approve a drug that must be monitored for kidney liver failure? Let me read that again. So why would the world, why in the world would the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, approve a drug that must be monitored for kidney liver failure? The FDA now approves the drug to treat non-hospitalized patients. The drug is administered through an IV and patients must be closely monitored but non-hospitalized. Doctors who have sounded the alarm, they got the sound of the alarm in red, meaning danger, danger. Doctors have sounded the alarm for months but their voices have fallen on deaf 
ears. In this strange situation, we have the FDA revoking approval of the known life extending drugs containing monoclonal antibiotics, regenerating being one of the two that were revoked. They say the drugs do nothing for the Omicron variant, what they claim is 99% of current cases. Uh-huh. Omicron is the least dangerous of the variants. I thought it was one of the most dangerous. Okay, whatever. Take an aspirin and a cup of hot lemon tea and skip it. <laughs> the only monoclonal antibody drug they left for use is Satrovimab. Our doctor told us that there are two therapeutics she has used at work dexamethasone, a steroid that reduces inflammation, and monoclonal antibodies like satrovimab. But why revoke the antibody drugs and leave the known bad drug? Hmm, makes sense, doesn't it? Why revoke drugs that are working, that have been working? We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday and start using a bad drug that don't work let me say that again according to this article which makes sense why revoke bad a good drugs that are working now they name these long names i'm not going to say those names again but i'm going to use uh ivermectin and hydrochloroquine that's also uh as known as for years, for years, for years, the known are doing well, and it also has been known and proven to work on viruses, the COVID SARS, and all that. And why revoke those drugs, including these down here, to reproduce a bad drug? There's only one reason that they would do that cash cow for money, for profit, not for your health. Because why would they push a drug? That has been known to have bad side effects. And they know that. It's all in the articles. They know that. But they're still pushing it. Because they have investments in it. That's one of the reasons why they're pushing. You know. But why would you put something that's bad. And replace the good things with something that's bad. If you wasn't doing it for a reason of for profit only. Or another reason. I'm going to get into the other reason. Because I have no proof on that. But I'm just going to use the profit. Okay. Okay, let's get off that, all right? I want to go to something else. Then I'm going to stop because I've been here a long time now. But, okay, remember I was talking about uh, our children are being targeted. Okay, and the reason being, and the reason I said that is because they are. They they're getting targeted different ways. Now let me just find this. Let me see. Can I find it? if not? Okay, here it is. And I want you to hear uh, this article, which is called "Infants to Be Guinea Pigs as Gilead's Randizavor Dangerously Approved by FDA Without Proper Studies." That's the long headline. Now this is from uh, this is from uh, uh, another underground source. 
a reliable source that also has Robert Kennedy Jr. He's part of it. You know, he's fighting against uh, these different things. That's what I've been talking about. Uh, but I want you to hear this this young lady. You know, she's about a middle-aged young lady, but I call old ladies and young ladies young ladies. It's just the respect that I give them. I want you to listen to her little video. I don't know if I'm going to play all the video audio because of time constraints, but I want you to listen of what she has to say about Rendezvous and what they are planning to do to our little babies that has enough stuff putting in them already. This is this is evil and this is sad. Okay, let me let me get this ready. Okay, there we go. It's taking its time, but I want you to check this out. Okay, this is Infants to Be Guinea Pig. It's the title. Infants to Be Guinea to be guinea, guinea pigs as remdesivir, the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about now, dangerously approved by FDA without proper studies. Why? I, I'm not even asked to why about the FDA. No more. I know why now. You know, I have my opinion. Why? Why would you approve a, a dangerous drug? According to a lot of other scientists, why are we not? Why are you not willing to listen to the other side? You know, the bad side effects have been proven. Why would you approve it? Hmm. Make you want to say Arsenio Hall. Mm. But let's listen to this young lady. Her name is Meryl Nessie. She's a medical doctor. She's one of the fighting doctors that's fighting against all this other stuff they're trying to push on us. You know, so her name is Meryl Ness, MD. She's a medical doctor. Let's listen to her. Let me turn this up some. All right. And let's go to her. Here's Meryl Nessie. What she's got to talk about the children, and I'm going to break down. Why did I start off that way? Okay. Three, two, one seconds. Close ad. I don't want to see an ad. Basically, you've got a dangerous drug that's now going to be tested in babies. It's fully approved, but we're but everybody who gets it is going to be a guinea pig because no proper studies have been done. Here we go. Listen. I want to talk about the recent approval from the FDA on remdesivir for babies and children. This just hit earlier this week. Children just really are not at grave danger or at grave risk of dying or having severe illness of COVID. Most children, healthy children without comorbidities, are really at virtually zero risk of death. Yet this drug that is known to have many risks, many potential dangers and complications, including an up to potentially renal failure and death for some people, is now being approved for babies. The FDA granted this approval for babies as young as 28 days. I mean, think about it. This is just infants. Um, that weigh at least three kilograms, which is about 6.6 .6 pounds. So why don't we bring on Dr. Merrill Nass, our very own Dr. Merrill Nass, to get into this and the science and the risks, because this is just mind-blowing that this is now being pushed on children and babies. So, I mean, is there really any evidence or studies out there that can fully support this approval from the FDA? So it was given an EUA in May of 2020. It was... Um, one of the very first drugs to be given an emergency use authorization. And then by the end of October, it was already licensed 2020 by the FDA, even though the WHO and most other countries um, had trials that showed it didn't work and it wasn't safe. And um, people wondered why it got the special treatment. And it may have, <clears throat> may have been because Dr. Fauci's NIAID and the U.S. Army both 
would get a portion of the royalties because they had been involved in the development of the drug. Um, and Gilead is a company, you know, known to sort of push the limits on trying to get its drugs approved. Now, she just made an accusation against Dr. Fauci and some other doctors. Now, I want you to know this. This is not me. I'm not making these accusations. I have my issues with Dr. Fauci, you know, and uh, but I just want you to know this is not me saying this is true. This is her accusation. This is Mrs. Uh. Uh, Meryl Nessie, she's a medical doctor. This is her accusation. So I don't want nobody saying, "Well, Joe, this uh, you saying this and you said that." No, I did not say this, but I'm giving you a, a, a. There is another side. What people think, why this is going on? They might have their own research. They might have their own evidence and everything like that. This is not something that I know about. This is something that's new to me, and this is what I want to present to you guys. So when I heard about it, I just say, okay, this is another side, you know, whether it's true or not, I don't know. So these accusations and these claims that she's going to be making, remember, I'm just in the audio quote, listening to what she has to say. I'm not saying she's 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 correct, or I'm not, I'm not saying she's not correct, but you still will have to use your own due diligence and you make your own decision and you do your own research yourselves about what's going on here. Okay, let me finish up. I'm going to let you listen to a little bit more because of time constraints. And then we go for this. So I just want to throw that claim disclaimer out there, okay? Prove when there's not really good evidence that they work. The, the classic case is Tamiflu. United States has bought billions of dollars worth of Tamiflu, and when Peter Doshi of the British Medical Journal and Tom Jefferson, a professor at Oxford, looked into the actual raw data, not the data after it had been massaged by Gilead, they found that there was no evidence that Tamiflu actually worked. So um, so Gilead's at it again, and the FDA is collaborating with them. The approval, which is a full license for these very young babies, was based on a single trial of 53 children conducted by Gilead. Um, there appears to have been no – the trial's not published. Um, we can see it on clinicaltrials.gov. It was begun in June of 2020, and in a year and a half, they were only able to enroll 53 children, no control group. All 53 got remdesivir. Over 70% had an adverse reaction, 21% had a serious adverse event, and three of the children died. Did you hear that? I didn't know nothing about that. See, that's why it's important to hear research and hear what other doctors and other scientists have to say. This is what's, That's why I call this the other side. The information I'm giving you, I'm sure you never heard of this information yourself. That's why I carefully research these things and I hear, listen to another side. Now, that I don't have a, a disclaimer. I don't, I don't get no bennies, no benefits or lifting up this article or anything like that or this website. I just listen to this other side of the information. You know, it's almost like uh, what Joe Rogan and other people have been accused of doing when they have another side on there. He got ridiculed, man. They wanted to censor him and everything because he wasn't agreeing with that, but he was open to hear another side. You know, I'm a little more in agreeable with 
this other side because I, you know, I, I, I've been doing my own research, but I'm just using Joe Rogan as an example. You know, I'm Joe Brown. I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't got the followers as Joe Rogan. I don't make the money like Joe Rogan. So I'm doing this in a in, in a way that I could give an awareness to my my brothers and sisters in Christ, the body of Christ about what's going on or what's been allegedly people have been accused of doing. And whether it's true or factual or not, that I don't know. But it's worth even looking into and giving the other side a chance, giving them a chance because it's something that's going on. It's something that's going on. Let me continue. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday trying to grab all the groceries in one trip oof not how you would have done that you know sometimes less is more like when you drive less and save with the usaa annual mileage discount usaa get a quote today because there was no control group it's unclear how either gilead or the fda determined that the drug benefited children because there's nothing to compare it to um, so on the basis of 53 children who were apparently collected from 37 different sites so that if the drug was really doing something bad, nobody would know it because there was only about one and a half children per site that were Interesting. part of the trial. Um, for the outpatients, it's recommended for mild or moderate disease. So you don't have to be very sick. Um, you just have to have the expectation that you might get very sick. Why is that? Because remdesivir has been used improperly for the last two years. It's been used in hospitalized patients, and the average time it takes to, to enter a hospital is about 10 to 14 days after you get sick. And that's exactly the time when there's no more live virus in your body. The virus is present usually up to 10 days, and then it's gone. And then any illness that continues beyond that time is due to autoimmune effects, cytokine storm thrombosis that have resulted from your body's response to the virus. Wow. So remdesivir kills the virus. It doesn't do anything to the, really to the immune response. So now the, the um, label, the approval documents have changed. And now um, FDA and Gilead say that if you use it in an out. Now she said remdesivir. If I'm quoting her right, remember I like to quote people correctly. If she did say remdesivir kills the virus, but it's a but after that. So let's let her. Let me let her continue. I just want to make sure that you and I heard the same thing. Okay. Outpatient and must be started within seven days of the onset of symptoms, and that's appropriate. Probably even five days would be better. Um, and the outpatient course is usually a three-day IV course. So instead of driving up to the outpatient um, infusion centers for monoclonal antibodies, which no longer work for the current variants, you can now drive up to those same infusion centers and get remdesivir. You just have to go three days in a row instead of one day. Um, so... Do we know that it works in outpatients? We don't. In outpatient children, we don't. 
Um, we need to know that. And FDA could have waited a while and done more trials to find out what they do. I agree. I agree. Um, does it work in hospitalized children? Well, that's also a question because it's being given usually too late. And so you can't really determine. But when you don't have a control group, you don't know whether it's helping you or harming you or, or what really what it's doing. So, so that's where we stand. It's now approved. It's approved because the mono, probably politically because the monoclonals don't work and because people don't want Paxlovid because of many drug and. Okay, you know, she said it has been approved and she gave her opinion. She didn't say this was a fact, but she said she believed, not in those words, but she believed it was approved because political reasons. You know, this isn't her saying it, not me. She believed it was approved for political reasons. And uh, because I don't see any other reason myself why it can be approved because of the negativity uh, outweighs the positive of this drug. Let me say that again. The negativity and and the adverse side effects outweighs big time the positivity in this drug. It might be some type of positive. She even just said it stops the virus. Hundred percent. I don't know about that. I doubt it. But you know, it's so much negativity and so much adverse effects that you're taking a chance when when you take remdesivir or any type of virus. You're taking a chance. That's what I mean right there. Do your research and then you make a decision. Remember, you're, they're using a lot of drugs on people that don't even have a virus. It's just testing. And the ones they have used it on because of the virus, they might have some type of, you know, good signs in it, but it was just so much negativity. When they say they tested on children already, wow. And uh, what they say, 70% of the children have some type of adverse effect. And I'm quoting, and three of them die. You never heard that, man. I didn't never hear nothing like that. They don't even talk about the deaths that's going on with medicines they use on us and children. How many children die? How many children wind up with these adverse effects? We knew about the, the, uh, the autism and stuff like that from different vaccine shots and stuff like that. But when it comes to these new drugs that's made so fast, you know, all the adverse adverse effects and stuff like that you can look that stuff up and they make it even type of hard for you to look it up not so much in a way that you cannot find it but they i know that i really believe i have no proof i believe uh but i have no proof on this that they know you're not going to do no deep research anyway this is an opinion of mine i really believe that thing you know, they they know that we're not going to do no real deep research, but they're going to, they're being fooled because people are like myself. I don't have to do a deep research myself. I just get certain subscriptions and I let other people do it for me. And then I make my decision from there. Let me let you hear a little bit more because she's using a lot of uh, Dr. Lingo that I don't understand. And maybe you don't need it. So I'm not going to play this all the way through. Then I'm going to go from there. Okay. Interactions and they don't want monopiravir because it hardly works and it has it, it can cause mutations it, there are questions about whether it's carcinogenic etc so nobody wants malnupiravir and in order to keep suppressing hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin i guess fda and the government felt they had to offer something and so now they're offering this so it would appear that this uh usage of remdesivir could actually kill and harm more children than covid ever would would you agree with that statement okay you you heard the question this young lady just asked we need to be careful 
when we say that because we like we trying to we trying to coerce them or it's just like when you're in court when a lawyer asks you that what they really they like they trying to put words in your head i don't like that play you know even though it might be true even though it might be true lawyers use that a lot so what you're saying first of all she want her to admit and just openly just say to me i'm not gonna say she wanted but She's using her own belief and how she feel to try, I believe, to coerce Miss, uh, what's her name? Uh, the young lady that's talking, in other words, to just say yes. And she might just say yes, but be very careful when a person asks a question. When it's, so what are you saying? This can do this. This can do that. It might be. But be careful by just saying, just make sure you just say, no, I'm not saying it's going to do that. Know the difference between it can and it's going to. And we must know the difference that what can kill you compared to what's going to kill you. There's a difference. So this lady that's doing the interview, she asking a question and she's kind of almost to me, it seems like she's leading her to say this, what this can really do. You know, this is my opinion. This is why I get out of there. I, you see this in courts and everything. So I'm going to play a little bit more than I'm going to go from there. So we need to be careful with that. Don't let nobody manipulate you. And I'm not saying she's doing this on purpose, but, you know, be careful for that because don't give the other side ammunition, any type of ammunition to say that you're lying on them. You you know, all the, you saying this, you said that. Make sure you are very careful. And I hope this young lady be careful when she answer a question, even from an interviewer or a journalist that's doing it for a good reason. Sometimes they get too gung-ho and get too cocky, you know, when they ask those questions. So you be careful. Just say, no, I'm not saying that it's going to kill you. But, yeah, basically, it's a possibility that it could be a bad effect or whatever like that. So you got to be very careful. Now, if we're in a room or something, man, you're talking, I might just say, man, that stuff can kill you. But you, when you openly like that, even though you got your own platform, you need to be very careful how you answer questions because of lawsuits and stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying about this. Let's do a little bit more, okay? Just some, just some advice. It's, it's absolutely possible. I mean, no one knows. You know, on the press rule, I mean, FDA issued. Now, you heard her answer. The question was, you saying blah, 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 this can. And she kind of, she kind of, you know, came back. Right? She said, well, well, she kind of stuttered and said, it's absolutely possible. So that leaves her right in the middle as possible. You know, they any little words you use, remember, the fact checkers will try to use that against you for lawsuits and anything. And then they'll stretch it in there, edit it in a way that make you seem like you said something else, you know. So you have to be careful. Now, a lot of this might be true. And I believe a lot of it is, but you got to be careful how you answer things so she came back well it's a possibility it's possible according to her research okay i'm gonna stop right there now you have an idea what's going on in Denzelville. you have a little history that's why i say you have to do your uh, your all due diligence your own personal research yourself about remdesivir r-e-m-d-e-s-i-v-i-r remdesivir the drug disposal be uh that they are pushing that Fauci and a lot of other uh, mainly on the left is uh uh is pushing this you know for people you know for uh outpatient pay, outpatient or whatever like that you can get it now without even I believe 
without a doctor's prescription. I'm not sure. It's a lot of things you can get without a doctor's prescription, or even young people can get it without even certain things now without even their parents' consent. It's amazing how many things you can get now without certain consents from doctors and parents, but that's another story. So I wanted you to hear a little bit about that. It's about, uh, I think it's about a few more minutes. So should I just play it all the way through? What I'm going to do, I'm going to play it because I don't know is it's short. I think we got about a couple of more minutes, so I'm going to play it all the way through. Then I'm going to go from there because it's been long enough. I, I, get, I have spent a lot of time already, and I think thanks for the ones that's been listening. Let me finish up. Very, very minimal documentation about this. I don't think they wanted anyone to, to realize how limited the evidence was. I had to spend quite a while searching until I found the one trial that this whole thing is based on, and I only found it because it was mentioned in the Gilead press release. Um, so they got one doctor to say, quote, this approval means that remdesivir can potentially provide meaningful clinical improvement. That's the best they could do. Potentially it works. Somewhere Potentially. Else Listen to the wording. In the one trial, it was generally well tolerated. That doesn't mean anything. Generally compared to what? Um, they said no new safety signals. What does that mean? We already knew it can cause damage to the liver and the kidneys and potentially you know, total organ, multi-organ failure. So no new safety signals isn't important because we already knew there were lots of safety signals. We weren't expecting any new ones. One out of every six children in the trial was still in the hospital a month later. Now, was that because of the COVID or was that because of the room death or was that because of their underlying condition? They don't tell you what the underlying conditions were, especially when you have a drug like this, which is owned by Gilead, and Gilead is running the clinical trial. Gilead is the entity with the data. It, nobody else knows what that raw data really shows. And they're supposed to show it to FDA. Maybe FDA knows what it shows. Maybe FDA got the right information. Maybe they didn't. They haven't showed us what they have. Um, you know, we're going to have to FOIA for it. Basically. Okay, that's it. That's what I wanted to get out there. I want, I want, I want to ask a question. Now, when you listening to anybody's testimony, whether it's good or bad, or they have their own opinion or their own background or their own scientific proof about a drug, whether it's a vaccine, Moderna, Pfizer, or even Remdesivir, hydrochloroquine, or whatever like that. You have to listen to certain wordies. I have learned, you know, even when I do this with Bible study and looking, looking at, listening, reading certain wordies, I have learned to do this myself. I have been trained to do this. You notice she's saying can, maybe, possibility. She's not saying it will. So, some people would take this as just say, man, this drug will kill you. It's going to do this, going to do that. It may and it may not. So it's very, it's a very uh, good move for her to say, she's very careful. Maybe, possibility, you know, you notice they saying this. They're not saying it's guaranteed to do this, but they just use people, politicians, lawyers, doctors use wordings for us in certain ways, you know, when they don't want to give you when they're not sure about something. But if they're trying to push something, they got to be very careful about the negative size. You know, if they're trying to even uh, suppress it, 
you know, they will say it in a certain way compared to somebody just saying, I seen this, this, uh, this, this, this medicine kill this person. I know that person died right after they took the medicine. You don't have no proof of that until they do autopsies or whatever like that. So you got to be careful for lawsuit reasons, for lawsuit reasons. So you got to be careful. And I got to be careful when we just present certain things, we say certain things because of the freedom act and because, you know, the way people manipulate and twist your words around. You know, you have to be careful, okay? So, I like the way she just used that. Okay, I'm going to go with this. You know, even when I'm making a podcast, it's a few podcasts I had to take out. Why? Because I, uh, it wasn't if misinformation that I put on there, and I'm using it as an example. It's because I got the names mixed up on these medicines. So, therefore, I was putting the medicine saying something about a medicine I had no idea about because I was using the wrong name and I was going to put it out there for you all to listen to and I had to take the whole podcast off. Why? Because I backtracked and I listened to myself. And I said, whoa, whoa, that's not right. So if I find something that's not correct and what I say, whether it's from the Bible, whatever like that, I will let you know or I will just, if it's so bad, I will take the whole podcast. I will erase the whole thing and just say, oh, I was wrong about that because that's the, that's, that's, that's the, that's the chance and the uh the also the danger you can do when you do podcasts. I do a lot of freestyling, and what I mean by that, I just go. So if I, you know, and a lot of things I try I try to use by memory. So when I do that, sometimes I'm successful. Sometimes I'm not. When I go back and retract or replay what I've just said, I look at articles that I try to memorize, and I said the name wrong or I used the wrong data. And that's very important when I'm putting my stuff out there because I expect you guys to look for me for some truth or some fact or even my opinion, but at least be somewhat accurate of what I'm trying to do. So that's my learning also. <clears throat> when I do podcasting, so I had to stop, uh, cut out or delete a, uh, a few of my podcasts recently because of the information. I didn't do it purposely, but I tried to just memorize certain things, and I would call in, I was calling different medicines the wrong name. I reversed the name of medicines, not purposely, but by mistake because I didn't have the articles right in front of me. So for now on in the future, I, I'm going to have the articles, and I'm going to have people testimonies right in front of me, so I won't give out wrong information because of all these fact checking and even on this podcast for Spreaker I don't want to be spitting out the wrong thing okay so I just want to know I like the way you know she have done it so okay I hope you enjoyed that that's just some of the information I wanted to give you out there remember this is from Merrill Mass MD and I got this information from one of my subscribers it's called Children's Health Defense a very good subscribing uh website that you can go to if you want to hear real truth of what's really going on in the world and on the other side of medicine that the uh the mainstream media and uh you know which is nbc i know you hear me say that like nbc msa nbc cbs abc you know pbs and different and even some of the local atlas and even some fox doesn't even talk about this stuff because they're limited to what they can say even Fox, you know, but you still have the Newsmaxes. Even Newsmax is somewhat limited, but they are more free than Fox. So everybody got that level of limitless. So the ones I listen to, they just don't hold back. They even give you a lot of facts and they also, you know, <clears throat> give their own opinion, which is okay. But you don't go by opinions. You need to, uh, you need to go back facts in your, <clears throat> not so much theories and stuff like that. Okay. Now the children, that's why I put it out there. Our children 
according to her, is going to be used as guinea pigs. This is the title as Rendizavir dangerously approved the FDA without proper studies. You know, whether it is true or not, I believe there is some validity to this and everything because our children is getting attacked and played so many ways in schools and hospitals and sports and then everything. So we need to be looking out for this church. We need to look up on this stuff and just pay stay, pay attention to a lot of this stuff. I've been over an hour now with this, but I hope it was worth your time because I'm going to be coming with other information out there that's mostly fact-based according to the, uh, the people, <clears throat> the interviewers that I would be have it on my show as an audio, not physical, but as an audio. So I want to keep you updated on that. I try to do this twice a month, you know, so you can keep updated. Also, I still want to finish off on my hot topics, which is sexual addiction. I'm going to finish that off, Lord's willing, in the next few days. So stay tuned for that. That's another hot topic and other things and topics that I will be talking about, you know, even uh, how to study the Bible and different things like that, you know, what to look out for on my podcast. This is Joseph Browley. Let's pray for our children. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'd like to pray for the babies out there, Lord. It's an attack by the enemy on, on our kids and on our children and on our teens. And Father, right now, I pray right now, Lord, for the youngsters out there, you know. I pray for the little babies out there. They have so much going in their bodies already, Father. They have so much things going against them already. There's no fault of theirs. They're brought into this world, you know, and a lot of times they're brought into this world. It's not even in a marriage, a a moral marital way, but they're still babies. They're still little ones, and they get brought. It's no fault of theirs, Father. So I pray for the little babies out there, Lord. Lord, help us to have wisdom. Help us to not put our babies in a situation or our kids in a situation because of our fear, because there's a lot of fear mongering out there, Father. I pray, Lord, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going on in the name of Jesus, Father. So I pray for the body of Christ. I pray for the family. I pray for the mom and dads. I pray for all of us that's struggling through this stressful situation for the last two years, Lord. There is a spiritual welfare. I know that now. I never faced nothing like this since I've been even a believer this strong and this evil and this demonic, Father. And I pray for strength in me. Help me to be a beacon light for you that gives out the correct, right information, Lord. And let not help me not to get into the flesh, Lord, but just research, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as well as the same thing on the other podcast that I do, Father. So I pray for families. I pray for marriages, Lord, in the body of Christ, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank God. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Love you all. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's protect our little babies. They are targeted. God bless you. Love you all. Bye-bye. Let's love our little kids. Let's just listen to this beautiful sound of a baby. I love that. God bless you all. Love you all. Bye-bye.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.